0: Hi, listeners. Before we get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, a decision that stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive health care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans, a decision that could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help. P-O-D-V-O-I-C-E-S.help. We encourage you to speak up, take care and spread the word. Thank you.
1: Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Stace Babcock.
2: Yeah, so uh, in Cult of the
3: Lamb, do you bury your followers or do you eat them? But do you send them up or down when you eat them? just carve them up right where they dropped. Oh!
1: (laughs) Alex Finn.
3: So remember how I told you about your knees, everyone? Let's go with another body part this week. So due to our increased screen time and unergonomic posture, slowly the curve in people's necks is straightening out. So think about it while you're sitting right now. Roll back your shoulders and push back your head a little bit as if you're trying to reach the wall behind you. That's probably where your neck should be. I literally think about it all the time. And nevertheless, (laughs) if someone took an x-ray of your spine right now, would you still have that curve? Are you going to be straight necked, but it actually looks like you're leaning forward constantly? Think about it.
1: It's probably going to be bent down as if I was constantly looking at my phone. <laughs> and Samson Davis, I'm going to do some psychological damage with mine. Hey, is
0: your tongue in a comfortable position Stop.
2: right now? What are you guys in my fucking head? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no, no, seriously. Like last week, I was like, Google, like, tongue resting position. Because everything you guys describe, I like force my tongue forward in the against my front teeth, pulling my jaw back and stick stick my head out like a fucking vulture. <laughs> so all I think about is where is my tongue right now? Where is my head right now? And also, how are like knee? if I'm driving long distances, like I did this weekend, just sit there slack jawed so that my jaw can get some fucking relief.
3: Are you guys spying on me? How do you know this? I mean, yeah. <laughs> D- didn't you know?
0: Apologies to editing Dan, who is probably going to have to deal with a very fidgety episode.
2: You can hold your tongue wrong. So FYI. You people. can, yeah. What? My bonus player intrusion. Check out proper resting tongue position.
0: <laughs> well, hey, if you want to get your mind off of your tongue, how about you check out some dice? Diehard Dice has... A wide selection of beautiful metal and acrylic dice. My dice
1: are all on my tongue.
0: <laughs> if
2: you're going to eat your dice. Make sure your head is in the proper position. <laughs> your jaws relaxed,
3: and you return
2: <laughs> your, your tongue to where it belongs.
3: Don't eat while laying down. It's dangerous, people. Don't eat dice. It's dangerous, True. people. I mean, I guess.
0: That too. Yeah. But if you're gonna, get some high quality dice, a diehard dice, uh, and you can get 10% off your order. When you use our code Explorers Wanted, you can get 10% off tasty, tasty dice. You get dice, and we, we get a little kickback from that. So you're supporting us and getting cool dice, diehard dice. Who remembers what happened
1: last time? I'm going to pick on Alex.
3: Is it because you saw me drop that dice and you knew I was going to drunkenly try and bake it up?
1: Actually, this time I had picked out who I was going to have do the recaps like earlier today, I decided.
3: So last episode on Explorers Wanted, we started with the spikes. Old Vlad the Impaler moment, but it doesn't sound like they did it right, so they weren't still alive. And we decided, you know what, fuck it, let's just act like a tourist. Oh, we see the dead bodies, it's whatever. Clem, you all kind of lost it a little bit, but we played it off like they're just a severe alcoholic, which I think they might actually be.
0: Oh, they are, absolutely. Because of
3: trauma. So we were just like, okay, so now there's two different inns in this town, one's... I don't know. What's a decent hotel? I haven't traveled in years, literally. Holiday Inn. So one's a Holiday Inn, and the other one's the Motel 6 near the freeway. So <laughs> that's where we're at right now. And we were kind of like, ooh, maybe we should just, you know, permanently do this fancy one. But Nick was like, I don't know. Do we have that kind of money? And we're like, yeah, yeah, we do. But Nick was like, well, what if we went to the cheap one? came up with their characters and then went to the fancy one as a reverse?
2: I mean you're you're close enough.
3: No Dilly. No oh, Dilly. For some reason Dilly is a miser secretly. Like we have all this money and Dilly's like bargaining over one shin. Which we found out was like the difference between all of us cramped into one room or having two separate rooms. Like one shin, Dilly, one shin. And then we could have like, I don't know, home alone to that shit? This is libel. This isn't my theory.
0: Literally just didn't want to split the party.
3: But then we split the party.
0: Barely. We were 40 feet down the hall.
3: We immediately proceeded to split the party where. Nix and Dilly went out to the fancy hotel to get like recon as like the Feather Whites. And they were all like, Ooh, you're fancy. What? <laughs> bah, 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 bah. Where did that come from?
0: I don't Why know. Are you, are you on?
3: I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I am doing things with my mind. I don't know. They went to a fancy place and they got like turned away for not being fancy enough for their business. Lunch. No. No. You are so (laughs) close (laughs) close. But so far. (laughs) Well, this is how I remember it. And then like Chacha lied about being in a thruble to avoid opening the door. As we everyone does.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just like with Buddy Cop.
3: Well no, it's just like nobody wants to like open the door for anybody nowadays. So when they're like, hey, let's just like talk face to face, you're like, I'm sorry, I'm in the middle of thrubling. And they're like, okay, I guess. Yeah, I'll talk to you later.
2: Yeah, that's my go-to. I'm like, oh, you want to come to my house? Sorry. thruppling. Can't help you. <laughs> thruppling. Can't just show up somewhere unannounced. They might be actively thruppling. Thruppling. Yeah. Or coupling. Or quadrupling. Or
3: just, you know, whatever. Whatever floats your boat.
1: Or maybe on one memorable occasion, octupling. Oh. oh.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm just imagining an octopus. No. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> I've seen that anime.
2: Wouldn't that be a quintuple? Eight tentacles plus one octopus.
3: Oh. Oh. But you have to rip off one one arm for it to work.
0: Screw is is train wreck.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, like, that's what male octopuses do. They rip off their arm that's, you know, doing the work, and they give it to people as a gift.
0: When did that happen in the episode?
3: <laughs> um, I don't know. Anyway, you guys came back to the hotel... And we're like, yeah, we're back. And then you guys met Deneb and they they were all like, oh man, you should give your friends some time. They're throttling. And they were like, you guys were like, what the fuck is happening? Let's look through this wall. Oh, there's a cross. Okay, nothing happened. And then the very end, we all went out to lunch, leaving a passed out Clemuel by themselves with an eyeball to guard them. And Clemuel, of course, got kidnapped. Like, that's what happens. In this world.
2: Weren't we there when she got
3: kidnapped? No, we were out getting lunch, and Dilly was just watching like a creeper with his eyeball. Oh, okay. See, I missed that.
1: This was while you guys were looking out over the basement. Mm-hmm. So after you got dinner.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. We're having a romantic moment in our own throuple, and Dilly was only paying, like, half attention to our moment, because they were looking in on Clemuel, and Clemuel got kidnapped, so I guess we're back into a romantic Moment.
0: Nah, the moment's gone. Yeah, the That's...
3: moment's gone. You ruined it, Dilly. I don't know. I, I, I can blame this on Dilly.
2: Okay. So, Alex, I'm really, like, my recollection's very close to yours. Um yes! I'm just going to offer my point of view on what happened last episode. So, we had to decide, are we going to stay at the Classy Hotel, or are we going to stay at the Motel 6 and... <laughs> Nick said, let's stay at the fancy place, pretend to be rich-ass people to get our asses into Highman's View, and Dilly was like, no. And so they compromised on staying at the Mesa Summit, the cheaper place, to plan and plot and then maybe move over to the rich one to establish personas if necessary. So ChaCha was up in the room. Dilly wanted to ask about Highman's View with the innkeeper, found out basically based on where they were staying and what they were wearing. And the level of wealth that the innkeeper anticipated, basically, no way in hell they're getting in. And also, they better show up early if they want to even try. While that was happening, someone knocks on Chacha's door and is like, I'd love to speak to you. Can I come in? And Chacha's like, Stranger danger. And in a moment of pure inspiration, said, Sorry, we're throupling. So when Dilly and Nyx came upstairs, we encountered Deneb, who was sus as fuck asked us a bunch of questions, gave lame-ass excuses about what they were doing. We incited the shit out of them, and yeah, full of shit. Which was basically like, Nyx was like, well, we can't talk here, we have a spy next door. So the crew left, mm-hmm. went to dinner, determined that the method of infiltration would be to approach like...
0: I think at least at the time, we decided that going at like, noonish just to see the inside was a good idea, but we were gonna go is like, Poor ish, just to see like just a vibe check,
2: and we wanted to buy actual clothes. Yeah, like maybe we saved for a while for the cover, and like we're going out yeah. for like a nice day, wearing like our like mm-hmm. our Sunday best. Daniel said, "Thank you for the shopping opportunity." We headed back to the. Did we even make it back to the inn? Or right from there, we went to look at the view.
0: Yeah, because Dilly wanted to have a nice moment.
2: So he was like, "I want to have a nice moment. Look at the stars before we die." So while they were doing that, yeah. Dilly saw Clemuel get captured via the eye. That's what I remember, Alex. I
3: think we were in two very different episodes. <laughs> I'm okay with this.
1: I can't believe I did not describe the stars in the sky while you were looking over the mesa. So
3: romantic and somebody ruined the moment.
1: Yeah, Clemuel getting kidnapped. By
3: two big dudes. Kidnapping.
1: I mean, to be fair, she was passed out. You guys didn't explain what was happening. You just left, and then the door knocked on.
3: Yeah, we were kind of a douche canoe about it.
1: She's a guardian. I feel like she should be at least a little bit capable.
3: Well, drunkenly passed out? Yes. We should have just taken her along, and it would have been fine. Eh, might have been. Coulda, shoulda, woulda.
1: So yeah, Dilly, you've just seen this through this eyes vision. You're getting pulled through the door, and the door being shut. What do these bozos look like? Specific dress. Seeing them through the door, it's not 100% clear. They seem to be wearing the fashions that you associate with Bodrov from what you've been seeing people wearing around. Mm-hmm. A lot of, because I don't have a better name for it, like, you know, the uh, the poet shirts, essentially. They wear vests over them sometimes. But the poet shirts, like, they really loose, like, white oh, shirts. Oh, those peasant billy. top? <laughs> Yeah, kind of. Like but, but more like evoking like Byron and things yeah, like that. Yeah, with the area. like
3: billowing sleeves that gather at the wrist with a little flutter at the wrist that's kind of trumpets yeah. out. And sometimes it's a little lace yes. moment. And it like billows out with a little it's not a sweetheart neck like it's a keyhole neckline that you like have a little tie up here with a string like ooh ooh.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like that. It's not a boob window, it's that.
3: Ah. It's a we closed our neck hole. So we're not having a boob moment yes. window. Mm-hmm.
0: But they didn't have any, like, signs, sigils. They didn't have, like, the stone burners thing on their chest or anything. I don't think you
1: would have been able to see it in the moment that the door opens and they pull her out. Shit. It
0: right.
3: was a snatch and grab.
1: Actually, you know what? That's not fair. Let me give you a perception roll. Yes. Give me a perception roll of 21. Um, all right. Two free levels of effort to bring it to a
0: 15. Train to perception for 12.
3: No whammies, no whammies.
1: Do I want to add more to that?
3: No one can help you.
1: Nah, fuck. Fifteen. There is some silver peeking out from beneath one of their shirts. Okay, not enough to see a design, but there's something silver on their skin. Right. As we're all having a nice quiet moment, looking over, Dilly suddenly goes,
0: "Shit! shit. Um, fuck. Okay, shit, guys, we all got got. We gotta go back.
3: Fuck." that actually that makes a lot of sense mix is already lightly jogging
0: yeah <laughs> i think speed walking yeah not, not trying to like not an outward
2: attention per se
3: like the, the speed mm-hmm. walking you do for exercise or the speed walking you do in actual life
0: we gotta poop real bad and we're only gonna we're only feel comfortable pooping in one place and we gotta get there okay that kind of speed walking
2: wait but if you're speed walking you need loose
3: hips so, you're telling me you're doing some like clinched ass fucking speed walking? Yeah, clinched ass shuffle speed walking that's pumping the arms a little bit too vigorously because you can't bump your legs because you're turtling.
1: Yeah. You're growing a tail
3: right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, listeners. I hope you weren't eating.
0: <laughs> Don't eat during this podcast. Like episode You you You've learned this
3: by now. Come Don't on.
0: Don't do that. <laughs> Doesn't matter how delicious Dan's food descriptions are. Don't do it.
3: It's a trap just for these moments.
0: So we get there and everything's fine?
3: Yeah. Clemuel is actually there. They were just making sure, turning her over, giving her a shower.
1: You get to the hotel, your room door is shut.
3: That's weird. Like, never met polite kidnappers like this.
1: As we are passing
0: the desk person, what's their visage like? Are they- They're just reading a book. Okay. Nothing else? Nothing? No weird vibes?
3: Nope. Just a casual day in the neighborhood.
1: I guess we go to our room.
3: Look for clues.
1: And when you unlock the door to the room and go in, it is empty. There's still the twin bed there, but Clemuel is nowhere to be seen.
0: Oh, fuck. Um, I guess let's go ask the, uh, desk person?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Go to the desk person,
0: all of us, so I don't have to re-up disguises. Hmm. Sure. Can I help you? Yeah, hi, um, our friend was staying in our room, our fourth, um, she's not there. Did you see, uh, where she went?
1: No, I didn't see her go anywhere.
0: Really? see her leave
1: no i mean i saw her when she came in with you but i haven't seen her since then oh uh, is there a back
0: door that would have uh, exited this place but not
1: come by here not that guests have access to no dilly you would probably realize that when you guys checked in Clemuel was being disguised by you so if she left she wouldn't have been recognized as your fourth right
3: without you uh, i've had a plan so also part of my thruple is missing, so did you see a mysterious person leave Your
1: thruple?
3: Yeah, my thruple is missing.
1: I thought it was just the four of you in that room.
3: I invited some people over, they weren't staying, so you don't have no reason to charge us more money.
1: Okay. I don't know. What do they look like?
3: work you're good at describing my thruple. What does my thruple look like? God damn it. But, like, just like, trying to give, like, the meaningful eyes of, Describe the people you saw kidnapping Clemuel. Yeah,
0: all right. Dilly will, yeah, describe the two uh, gentlemen that came by. He will not mention the silver on the chest, just their dress and what face
1: he could see. Well, I mean, that's weird. That sounds like messing and Terry, but... Yeah, they came in here, and then they left with somebody else.
3: Great, my trouble has abandoned me.
1: I'm so sorry, Baby Pack, that you've been betrayed by
0: Terry and Misson.
3: You know, it it was a good time, but it wasn't here for a long time. This is just how the clock turns.
0: You know what? We should go talk to those assholes. Give them a piece of uh, your mind and really hammer home how (laughs) what they're losing. Where could we find these... assholes. (laughs)
1: assholes. carrying <laughs> messin. I mean, as far as I know, they work for Carlisle.
0: Oh, yeah? Where's Carlisle?
1: You, know, you can usually find him at the Highman's View. He seems to run the place these days. Well, shit.
0: Alright, well, thank you. Sorry, baby pack, we're probably not gonna get into Highman's View tonight, so let's...
3: I'll live for now. I guess I'll find a new thruple. Yeah, I'm finding a new thruple, so if you see people, tell me. Just saying this to the counter person. <laughs> Clerk? Is that the word I'm thinking of?
1: Innkeeper? Yes. There we go. So you guys going up to bed then? Think we go back to our rooms, yeah?
2: Nix is gonna look for signs of passage. Look outside in the vicinity.
1: Give me a tracking roll of 12.
2: Uh, so 9 for Nyx. 3.
1: You're pretty sure that whoever it is didn't leave a trace.
2: Yeah, bedtime, I guess.
1: So, how are you guys arranging yourselves for sleeping, just out of <laughs> morbid curiosity?
3: Nix will sleep by the door.
1: I assume Chacha's under the bed.
3: Yeah, like the monsters that are always there.
1: <laughs> uh, Dilly will sleep on the bed then. Okay. Dilly is brave.
3: Mm, don't dangle anything over the edge. Unless you want to listen. got then. bed bugs or something?
1: It's got chachas. <laughs> chachas underneath the bed. Dilly, you dream. Oh, cool. You're standing somewhere with a red plane, with a foggy mist everywhere, and gigantic, ovular buildings stretching up beyond it, with a breath of lightning in the background, and shadowy humanoid figures that you swear have turned and looked at you. And then one of them moves closer to you. They're wearing, you know, pretty typical Ninth World clothes. They're tall, pale, short red hair. And they say to you, you've got a key, don't you? And they lift up one hand, and in it is a sharp rock. And they leap at you. And that's when you wake up the next morning. Oh, damn. Try to remain in the dream? You could try to go back to sleep and get back to the dream. Okay. So that'll be a 21 to start. So this will be a with your... I'm going to give you in an pass and say this is not a cognitive task. I mean, it sort of is, but not really. It's on a different level.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's dreamy and shit. Okay. 21, so I can bring that to a 15. Two free levels of effort. Two more levels of effort. It's a new day. I got the points for it.
1: So that's a 9
0: now. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a, a 15. Okay, so you get back to sleep and you find yourself back in the dream once again, this figure is moving towards you and they leap at you with the rock. What are you going to try to change in this moment? Dilly
0: is going to, as they're leaping, kind of like run towards them and kind of like
1: dodge roll beneath their rock strike. Okay. So you dodge roll beneath their rock strike and you see that they land on some other figure. Doesn't look like you, although they're not that dissimilar in size and shape. And you see them slamming their skull with the rock over and over again. And then they reach into the pockets of the dead body, and they pull out a key that looks not dissimilar to the key that you have. Mm-hmm. And they grin wildly and with wide eyes. They're hazel but with dramatically greened veins running through the irises, giggling and breathing deeply they step away from the body and they seem to hold up a small device and press the button. And that's when you wake up. Oh, God damn it. I
0: keep wanting to ask a question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can ask a question about what I described that you saw. The device that this figure pulls out. Is that familiar to Dilly at all? Give me an understanding Numenera roll of nine. This would be cognitive by the way. So then that's a six. With the free levels of effort and stuff. 17? It appears to be some sort of, like, device you'd use for an audio journal. Interesting. Okay. All right. So, I
0: think Nyx is up before Dilly, as usual. So, I think Nyx sees, like, Dilly kind of, like, wake up. No! And then, like, fall back for, like, another 10 minutes. And then Dilly comes up. No! Shit! Why are dreams so goddamn difficult?
2: You all right, Dilly? You okay? Uh mm.
0: I'm physically Hale. I'll say that. No, um, I had a dream about Dilly will remember their neighbors and then Dilly will kind of pick himself up. Good. Closer to next. I had a dream about falling room or foundry or whatever it is. And I had a dream about this guy who like attacked me, but then I, I, I rolled out of the way. I saw you do that once, So I copied that. I could do it in a dream, but he still got this other person took out the key that I have Maybe not the same key, but whatever. And then he pulled out like an audio device or something, like some sort of recording. So I, I don't know.
2: So do you think you're like actually going there,
0: or? I mean, we gotta, right? I mean,
2: no, I mean, do you think you're actually like there, there, like?
0: Oh right, right. Um, I don't know. I don't know. A lot of it seems very unreal, and I don't know, like, if that's just like the space of it or or what. Also, I'm gonna call it. I'm betting Carlisle, not you, obviously. Carlisle's gonna be tall with red hair. I'm gonna call that right now. That was the guy who uh, attacked me, who seemed very important. Carlisle seems important, too. So, hi, how are you?
2: <laughs> A little cramped in here for uh, for calisthenics, but you know.
0: <laughs> right, fair. Yeah. So we're shopping today. We're going to try for real disguises, right?
2: Yeah, as good as Chacha could make them. And then uh, we'll have to do something about the uh, the marks, you know, the flames.
0: Yeah, obviously I can disguise that.
2: Nix is like wiggly things with her fingers to mean like static ball can you over all well, of us or like because fucking spy right next door
0: no yeah yeah it's your turn to wake up cha-cha
2: fine <laughs> next reaches under the bed and just like runs a finger over whatever is exposed of cha-cha's ankle and then jerks her hand back <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh.
1: <Yeah. laughs> alex feel free to And fruit, but i feel like chacha's eyes just like snap immediately wide open and focused
3: oh yeah it's one of those moments in the night where you're like oh shit i poked the bear and here we are without bear mace not again cha-cha yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh group meeting so unless you want to stay under the bed for this
3: i mean like i could get like nice and comfy here it's it's you know it is what it is what it is what are we doing
0: We're going to talk. Look, just don't fall asleep while we're talking, okay?
3: No promises.
0: Hopefully. Dilly will throw up, I think invisible, but still kind of, it's uh, basically just a sound illusion. That's just like a bubble of static. Yeah. Yeah. So, disguises? Okay, disguises. I need to re up on
1: some of my tools, but that shouldn't take too long.
2: Yeah, let's do it. Okay.
1: Okay. So, Dilly, you can replace your missing tools for like half a shit. I do it. What's the vibe
0: we're going for with our physical disguises?
2: What's the local industry seem to be
3: besides crime (laughs) and sitting in the jibet?
1: That's the interesting thing. Like, there's a lot of, like, engineering. Like, there's a lot of cipher merchants. Actually, an unusual amount. Dilly, knowing what you know from Charmand, as you look around, there seems to be an out-of-proportion expertise in Numenera here.
0: Any other time in my life, this would be heaven.
1: Although, as a merchant, you would also know this would make the market very difficult because it would probably be very competitive for pricing. does that matter.
0: Look at this. Look at how all the different IO they have. I don't even know what that one is. Is that Inside Out? Wow, incredible.
1: Yeah, I mean, you guys could probably go like crazy, like cypher shopping here if you want.
3: Oh fuck, we could. We have money too. Fuck. I think I'm gonna go for like
2: person who moves heavy things for a living, like a loader or like a
0: loader are we going for like blue collar worker or are we going for like more hoity-toity well-to-do like slightly more successful
2: i said so you want you want to be like a supervisor or something or
0: what well no that, that's what i'm asking like what is the vibe more blue collar more white collar because i was thinking like maybe we're like um i was thinking maybe like i own a shop somewhere so i'm like the right there and then like you help lift the heavy stuff, and Chacha is kind of our, like, um...
2: Marketing.
1: Marketing. Is Dilly suggesting that he cosplays as his former self?
2: <laughs> <sighs>
1: Dilly was thinking
0: about that, but also, Dilly's gonna say, but I... They probably keep, like, a pretty... They're probably gonna check to see that, like, there's actually a shop that has us, right? Like, they would check that. This is what... This is, this is what I'm worried about if we go, like, a little too high class, that they're going to know. They're going to know. They're like, oh, this yeah. these people seem high class, but they're not from here.
2: So let's go and look like desperate travelers who just want to get into high man's view, like stupid tourists. Okay. Yeah.
0: Then I will be a right down on his luck who doesn't have a shop.
2: And I will be your cousin. Okay.
0: Yeah. We definitely look like cousins. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And Chacha will be... Our other cousin.
1: <laughs> Your pet. <laughs> the baby. Okay, so that's the vibe you're going for in terms of clothing.
3: So, like, are any of, like, am I a cousin to everyone? Or am I, like, our Dilly and Cha-Cha brother and sister, and we're both cousins to you, to Nick's?
0: Do we need to be family? Can't we just say, like, we're all down on our luck, and we just kind of bond? Banded together because
3: we're a thruple. They seem to accept thruples here real easy. Well,
0: yeah, that's just kind of the ninth world. We're very open about that.
3: Yeah, but usually they're like mm, thruples, are kind of weird because it's an odd number. Normally they stick with the even ones. That might be like a cha-cha thing, cha-cha. But like, they're totally fine with like the octuples and cave.
1: Okay, so I think I've got a vague sense of what you guys are going for. <laughs> <laughs> That's very polite of you to say. <gasps> I want you guys to describe the shopping montage. Oh. oh God. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I feel like Chacha's just trying to put things in her mouth, like, uh. Chacha, a shopping montage. What are you doing? I mean, I feel like part of the shopping, you need to, like, taste it before you buy it. Like, don't you ever, like, like the cloth before you buy it? Because, like, it's going to end up in your mouth somehow. So you might as well see how the mouthfeel is now, before you buy it.
0: No, no, I've never done that.
3: You've never been gagged with your own mittens? No. You've never bitten on your sleeve to, like, fix a break? Breaking what? Like your leg. Like, you fall over, you break your leg, and you bite on your sleeve, so when you reset your leg, you don't give away your position. No. You might want to start considering these options.
0: I think I'm good thank you you
3: gonna end up with something gross in your mouth I'm just saying
0: uh, okay Dilly is going to I guess his montage is gonna start as like he's gonna look like a tree in this first one not on purpose it's just brown trunk and then green sleeves and then you come <laughs> out like ah? oh. oh next one he looks like construction worker with like an orange vest and helmet ah? oh
3: are next and charge just sitting outside the dressing room like trying on different hats like shaking their head no
0: I think so, yeah, that's, yeah. I think the one Dilly will land on is kind of overalls, like, kind of like the classic, like, train and conductor, like, yeah, pinstripe yeah. white and blue stuff. And Dilly just has, like, a white shirt underneath and then his bag. And that's what Dilly looks like. Air turn.
2: Nyx just gets three of the same pairs of, like, sturdy pants and three of the same shirts, but in different colors. So she comes out in, like, a white blue shirt and brown pants. And then she goes back in and she comes out, like, full navy. And then finally she comes out in a Canadian tuxedo.
3: <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> Hello, Canadian listeners.
3: We see you. Awesome. For those
2: who don't know, it's a denim jacket
3: with denim pants. Yeah, I think Cha-Cha's in, like, the weirdest outfit you can imagine. But it's all a great texture to put in your mouth. <laughs> the expressions... So she's wearing, like, long johns
2: with, like, yes. a, like, transparent, like, mesh shirt over it. She's,
3: like, wearing a full-on cuddle dud. Yeah. Like, it's one of those cuddle dud outfits. yeah. Like, with, like, a worn velvet cloak. Yeah. And nylons.
1: Yeah. Okay. You guys have your outfits. It costs you five shins.
3: Is <gasps> still gonna complain? Chacha paid two shins for her own outfit. There are holes in Nick's denim pants, so what, what would that run her? I feel like that's a win shin, and then Dilly's got the. It's two still shin. gonna
1: be two shins okay. because those are still stylistic choices that they're there.
3: But what about Dilly's conductor outfit? I feel like that's more expensive than the Canadian tuxedo.
1: That is a really good point. Dilly should cost two shins more. What?
3: Yeah, so I feel like Nyx has the one shin. Josh has got the two shins because somehow she's managed to get expensive. Horribly clashing outfit, and then Dilly's got the tutions because he's got his brand new conductor uniform, and he's and there and it's got like Choo Choo on it somewhere. It's like Choo Choo brand.
0: No, Dilly did not get that. It's
3: Choo Choo brand. Dilly
0: got like the used stuff. We're trying to look like shit, right? Dilly yeah. got the. Doesn't
1: say like I Choo Choo's Numenera
0: <gasps> or something like that. I Choo Choo
3: choose no. the Ninth World. <gasps>
0: what a terrible T-shirt. <laughs> That'd be awful if we made that and sold that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and it needs Conductor Dilly I'm on the taking front. just a
0: note. Uh, <laughs> like,
3: someone commissioned Conductor Dilly so we can have that shirt.
0: That'd be awful. Be a terrible thing to buy with real world money.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you think I won't wear the shit out of that to the gym?
0: <laughs> but no, Dilly is trying to look like shit, so Dilly's going to get like the low quality version of this, so...
3: But, like, you can get Proud a second hand, but it's still going to be expensive.
1: It's a workman's outfit. How can it be expensive?
3: I don't know, but it is.
1: You are the only one going for somewhat uniform and not crap.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. All right. <laughs> I like...
1: Uh, how much am I knocking off?
3: Two shins. total. Two. One, two.
1: No, his costs two more than your guys' size.
3: But mine costs two. Oh, his costs four?
1: Yes, his costs four. Got okay, to be fucking... <laughs> ha! <laughs> Again.
3: Yes, drunk Alex strikes again.
1: What are you guys doing? You have your outfits. What time of day is it? Probably about late morning.
2: Well, let's grab breakfast and uh, head over to the line.
1: That's good to me. How's Dilly's remote eye doing? It's
0: okay right now. All right, no one's come by the room at all. No.
3: I mean, I feel like no one's going to go in that room now that no one's in that room.
0: Don't don't say that.
3: If we had left someone else in there. Like Hubert the First. I think that's our only other person that, now. <laughs> <laughs> somebody would have come by you have
1: Exactly one NPC in your party right now It's Hubert the First. Yes. Well, and Aster.
3: Yeah, but we can't physically leave him anywhere.
0: Isn't there also somebody in Chacha's head as well?
3: Mm, they Like on AWOL. They
0: said they were going to go away.
3: When the battery incident happened.
0: Oh, uh, I thought that just meant that they're just going to take a step back. I, uh, never, never mind. All right. Yeah. I guess we go get breakfast and then
1: wait to get in. Okay. So let's say you guys try to get there. You know it opens at noon. When do you think you guys would aim to get there? At noon? Straight ahead on the dot? Right at the time it opens?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. The line has about 15 groups already. I guess we wait. Yeah. The line seems to move at sort of an unsteady pace. It is about... 1.30 p.m. When you guys get up to the door and this bouncer, this just huge woman, you know, easily six foot two, probably like 230 pounds of just pure muscle, looks at you guys, looks specifically at Nix's outfit and says, Um, you guys sure you're at the right place?
2: Yeah. Um, the high man's view, we're very excited to see it.
1: I see. It's a pretty expensive place to visit, you guys realize that, right?
2: Yeah. Like, how much could, like, lunch cost? Like, ten shins?
1: It's about, like, ten shins a plate, yeah.
2: We got that. Are you allowed to, like, does everyone have to get their own?
1: Yeah, we have a strict no-sharing policy.
2: That's a weird policy. I mean, we can swing it, right, guys? We can swing that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: We we knew we were going to spend some money, right? Like,
1: It's not really the vibe we're going for here.
2: You have a dress code? Like, what is it?
1: Listen, I'm just supposed to make sure that the right people come in. We're
0: right people? I'm all right.
1: I mean, there are plenty of rights here, but uh, she kind of looks back over your shoulder at the crowd behind you, many of whom seem more well-to-do than you, or more well-to-do than your disguises indicate. Mm -hmm.
0: Please, we'll just sit in a corner and not draw attention
1: to ourselves. She looks left. She looks right.
0: All right. Tensions. Oh, right now? Oh. Oh. Dilly will, partially using his illusions to hide how many shins he actually has, will <laughs> look like he's counting out ten shins, but then look like grabbing all of his shins and hand over ten shins. Okay. She sighs.
1: I'm going to regret this. Go head in.
0: Thank you.
1: You go in. There are tables open. At least at this time of day, they seem to be carefully rationing how many people get in at that time, because there's plenty of open tables. Mm-hmm. This place is, by the way, this area that you're coming into is wide. It is very packed with tables and things like that, even though they're deliberately leaving space in the crowd here. The bar beyond all the tables is incredibly wide with a huge variety of bottles, probably more bottles than you've seen at any other tavern or inn that you've been to in the Ninth World. And there are all sorts of amazing smells coming out from behind the bar, presumably the kitchen. Okay. Everyone else in here is dressed better than you. Yeah.
0: Are there any back doors or stairs leading
1: to upper levels? And are there guards? There are other doors here. There are guards posted at the doors that seem to be leading to like what you would assume would be a staircase. mm mm-hmm. The bar doesn't necessarily have guards, but, like, the kitchen behind it and stuff like that. It just has employees kind of, like, coming and going through it.
2: Do the employees have a uniform?
1: Yes. They are all wearing the same green long pants and the same sort of brown shirts. And it has this sort of logo of... It's like a silhouette of a man standing on top of a mesa. Okay. I guess we get food in whatever... However they do food. If it's a sit-down, if it's a... It's just sit down, like somebody comes to your table, and serves you. The food selection here is definitely extensive. Like it has everything that you've ever heard of from Navarrain, as well as a few dishes that are listed as with an origin of gone, Brayolis, or Anqua. Okay. Almost all the seafood dishes that are listed there are from Gone. Why is seafood always like twenty shins more expensive?
0: What the fuck?
2: I think because it has to come from the sea, which is, like, farther away. I
0: guess that's true, yeah. Hmm. Dilly orders something on the higher end of mid-tier,
1: in terms of price, just to, like, blend in a bit more. Okay, perfect. It's definitely bug meat. It has a weird name called, like, Hagguk, which is indicated that that might actually be more of, like, a grailist dialect. You think it might actually, in a more Navarine accent, be something like... Perk. Uh, oh
3: no. Perk.
1: Yeah. It is delicious and spicy, by the way. Oh, nice. So yeah, Dilly's eating that, looking around. Employees have a uniform. Do the guards have uniforms? They just look like tough dudes watching the door. Okay. Like so it's not uniforms, but it's like whatever sort of like medium armor like they are very clearly like guards.
0: And do they have any like insignia, a pin, or some sort of symbol that says like they are
1: High Man's View Guards, or is it just whatever they had they brought? There's nothing like that visible on our uniforms. Okay. What does Chacha wear?
3: I feel like she's going with like the most like comfort food that's like one step up from goulash, fancy goulash.
1: Okay. This is an Aneen Butter Moloch. It's kind of mammal like, but with scales. And its meat has been soaked in this onion butter for like 28 hours prior to this. And then brined and then cooked. It tastes a lot like rotisserie chicken, except more tender. Hmm.
3: That does sound like a malik.
1: (laughs) And uh, what does next order?
2: Oh, the absolute cheapest thing on the menu. (laughs) Okay.
1: That is, like, a five-shin batch of essentially, like, the ninth world equivalent of chicken nuggets, except it's made from these furry cockroaches.
2: Ooh. Okay, so this is a nicer place, actually. Would they serve, like, rare meat of some kind? Like, super rare? That Nyx could actually eat and enjoy? Or could she order it that way?
1: You would probably have to spend significantly more than everybody else to get something like that, but yeah.
2: Ooh, how much?
1: So... I think the most expensive meal that's been chosen so far is seven shins. This would probably be more like 12 shins.
2: we will fork out the 12 shins just to be able to eat a meal <laughs> in a restaurant.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. This is ravage bear meat served rare. Imagine with the size of a bear, double that, and then also make it a gorilla somehow with mammoth tusks.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah
1: that's what a ravaged bear is so this is served relatively rare the parts that are cooked will probably not taste as good to you but for the most part this is a hunk of bloody meat heck yeah so to nix it tastes amazing probably to people with the palate for it it would probably also taste great nix you're not as much of a fan of the melted garlic butter that it's served with but it does look really good to dilly and cha-cha even if they don't Get a chance to eat it. And
2: they do not.
1: So your waiter comes by a moment later. They are about five foot ten, relatively slender with dark hair and dark skin. And they look at you all and say, Is everything to your liking?
0: Yes, it's very good.
1: Thank you. Can I get you any uh, after meal drinks or anything like that? We have some of the finest cocktails in Navarrean and we think across the steadfast here.
2: I'm good with water.
1: Uh, can I see your beer menu, please? Sure, absolutely. And how about you, ma'am? She looks at Cha-Cha.
3: Water?
1: She kind of looks at you like that's a sort of insufficient answer, but she looks back at Dilly and says, just a moment. And she goes up to the bar and grabs a essentially a ninth world laminated sheet of paper and brings it back to you, Dilly. While she's gone, Dilly's going to quickly lean in. You
2: guys got to play along! You guys got to do something more than water i'm poor okay no you're not you're not poor you're a rich girl you've always ha-
0: you always have been
2: this is expensive for us all right it's not
0: that expensive i can pay for it it's fine hi thank you hi welcome back
1: yeah so she hands you a piece of paper and it's very small print there's easily like 50 different like beers essentially available here um <laughs> uh, well a lot of choices though no, this may take a while if you don't mind Sure, sure. No problem. I, I have to say, you've got kind of a like, are you new to town? You've got a little bit of the, uh, merchant look to you, but I don't recognize you. Yeah. Yeah. We're,
0: uh, new to town. Uh, merchant's a very nice word. We're entrepreneurial, but not quite merchant.
1: Oh, okay. What kind of line of work are you in? Um, we
0: are, we're doing what's necessary at the moment, and we are, we're mad at making enough from some odd jobs to, Get a meal here, which we're very proud of, very happy for. But yeah, hopefully we can find something here. All right. That was a right originally by trade, but, you know, things got a little dicey for us, so.
1: They look both ways and they lean into you, so like, that's what I thought. Your, uh, your hands. Oh, yeah, I suppose you can't really. Just so you know, if you're, uh, right and you want to set up shop here, you really gotta, really gotta register with them. Ah, yes, the, um... I, I I know who you're uh, referring to. Thank you. Okay, just just figured I'd let you know. Take your time picking out your drink. I'll be back in a few minutes. And they wander off. <laughs> Dilly flips up the beer menu. All right. Um, did anyone see
0: a bathroom? Does anyone like? Maybe we can like look around a little bit.
2: Oh, I should have brought the eye with me. That would have been such a good idea. Fuck. Well, we know a few things now about in here. I think using the bathroom is a great idea just to get a little more idea of the layout, and we can uh, formulate additional plans, you know? Mm -hmm.
0: While we've been eating, has anybody come out of or gone through the doors
1: that the guards are guarding? No. Okay. I would say that also, just to be clear, I think above the door where the guards are guarding, I think there would be a sign that says private rooms. Okay. Was it Clemuel who said that there
0: was three rooms? Do we see three guarded rooms? In this main room, you see one
1: door guarded that says private rooms. Okay. Does it say Greys or Orlane or probably not. Voling. It does not say the names of the rooms. It just says that that door is marked private rooms. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. So when I go
0: to the bathroom, we probably can't all go at once. And if I go, then you guys are going to lose your disguises. I think the disguise that Dilly has up is just like face and then the mark.
3: Wait, like, no, we... All have to go to the bathroom, then.
1: Because otherwise, when they come out, like, yeah. it's, it's going to be really dependent on Dilly being fast. Uh, yeah, so I guess, do we see a bathroom? Does Dilly have a line of sight? There is a bathroom.
0: Dilly can see like the door of the bathroom from here? Yes.
2: All right, so I don't think we're going to learn much about the bathroom since we can see it, but I'll go inside. I kind of got to go anyway.
0: Well, you're not just learning about the bathroom, you're also like... Using it. Getting a view other than, like, our table. Yeah,
2: yeah. All right. Yeah.
0: Anything we can give you to help out with this? Damn, I got nothing. I really should have fucking brought the eye. I'm so angry.
1: Okay. So Nyx is going to the
3: bathroom? Yep.
1: So you go to the bathroom, you go in the door, and you see something that, while familiar, is not the same. You see one of those big bathroom monsters with the wide open mouth just sitting in there, and as you walk in the bathroom, it goes,
2: Hey, how are you? Everything all right? You do good business in here? You like it here?
1: I'm gonna
2: take that as a yes. Are there any windows, anything like that in here? No. All right. Next, we'll do her thing. Thank the toilet monster. Mm. And then, sort of like, crane her neck around as she re enters to very obviously be like just taking it all in, just trying to look gawky while really looking around.
0: Okay. Dilly still has his the beer menu up like he's looking at it, but has a direct view at the door that
1: Nyx used. Okay, evens or odds, Dilly? Uh, fuck. Odds. Stace, roll to high Tell me if you get even or odd.
2: Ah, that's a one. <laughs> okay. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, nothing blocks your view. You're able to redisguise Nyx as her head comes out. Nix I mean, you see this tavern. It's getting a little bit more crowded now. They're letting a few more groups at a time, but otherwise it's basically the same as what you've seen. All
2: right. Yeah, next come back. Well, uh, that was disappointing.
0: No, and you didn't see anything from, um, your travel over there.
2: No. And it's just a, it's a toilet master in there. No windows, nothing. Shit.
1: All right. Did you have a chance to pick a drink yet, sir?
0: Yes. Can I get this black cherry
1: riage sour, please? Absolutely. Sure thing. And I'm sorry somebody wanted to have a word with you and they wander off and a moment later this man sort of comes up and says so I hear you're new right in town and as he sort of leans over the table you can see underneath his shirt a massive silver tattoo that seems to be once again like it was carved into his skin and then synth was poured into it except you see easily Instead of just like a couple tools, it looks like a whole set of tools, like almost eight tools carved across his chest. And he says, I think we should have a talk about how business is done around here. And that's where we'll end this episode. (laughs) Quick question. What color is his hair? His hair is blonde. Okay. Samson, something about this episode. That
0: I forgot. I didn't think to bring the eye with us so that I could place it with nix and cha-cha and we could like split the party and i would still have line of sight keep the disguises up Uh, ah
2: that
0: would have been so fucking good i'm so angry i didn't think of that also i'm very happy i got (laughs) i got to at least try round two on that dream that was very nice yeah that was cool even if i couldn't interact
1: well we have a segment that we do each week called player intrusions which is where we offer you the listener an xp to check out something that we think you'd really dig and this week it is my turn So the thing I will offer you next, Pete, to check out, I was actually going to do a different thing this week, but circumstances have forced my hand. And so this week, my player intrusion needs to be Cult of the Lamb. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. This game is awesome. (laughs) Do you like Hades and other roguelikes? Do you like village building, kind of like Animal Crossing or anything like that? And are you like me? Somebody with sort of a twisted sense of humor, then you will love Cult of the Lamb, which is a combination of sort of like village building and rogue like runs where you are essentially a lamb that was saved from slaughter to serve this mysterious deity called the one who waits. And so your job is to attack these heretical cults and build your own cult of followers with like village building and building different shrines and giving sermons and declaring doctrines and doing different rituals that are all fueled by your quests out to destroy and collect the bones of your enemies. It is so much fun. It has such a fun sense of humor. Your followers poop a lot and you need (laughs) to have a strategy for that. Yeah, And also how to feed them. To
3: make more poop.
1: It is so much fun. I've been really enjoying the game and credit where credit's due I heard about it from Alex.
3: I've been blasting everyone with that game, <laughs> like even at work.
1: Yeah. And after I actually watched your stream, Alex, with that, <laughs> and then I also watched a friend of the show, Dan streams with it. That's what finally like broke down. That's why I'm playing it now. And it is so much fun.
2: Yeah, I'm on that train, too. It's so fucking dope. Like How you have to go out and, and do the... It's roguelite. Unless, I, I don't know, I on I mm-hmm. normal. Like, you don't lose, you lose, like, a small part of the resources that you gather if you die. Yeah. But it's not devastating. And you go out there and you're like, hey, you could get this buff that's going to help you defeat the, the boss. Or you can get this decoration blueprint. And I'm like, blueprint, baby. <laughs> Every single time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit rougher for me because I took the trait where... I can't remember what it was. There was some big benefit I got, but the downside is that if I ever die, I lose every new item that I collected.
2: Oh, no. Oh, yeah. One of the fleeces. I, uh, yeah. New clothes. Yeah, it's
1: the fleece, I think, that I have.
2: You got to talk about the dark rituals. You got to talk about the dark rituals. They're so cool and dark. Go ahead. Oh, I'll talk about it. Okay. Well, my society is, Michael, is one of cannibalism. Nice. oh so... hmm and, like, you just pick these doctrines as you preach to your followers. They give you faith, and then you can, like—or, like, little chunks of rock that make a tablet and You can declare a new doctrine, which is basically, like, traits and buffs for your settlement and that work with your playstyle. Or sometimes I'm like, that sounds fucked up. I'm going to do it. And it's really cool. So, like, my, my followers get, like, plus faith if they eat the <laughs> meat of another follower. So I feed it to them all the time. Keeps them real happy. Mm. <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah. So— I didn't choose that one. I have the paternal rest, like funeral one, which means that, like, all the graves that I do a funeral for turn into devotion collectors, Uh. where you can get like 10 devotion out of them at a time. The thing I did find very funny in it is that you have a choice at one point between two doctrines, and it is am I going to allow myself to marry my followers? And I can do as many as I want, or Am I going to instead introduce as an important ritual, ritual pit fighting where two followers fight for the death unless I'm merciful and say that one of them can live?
3: Oh, my God. This is amazing. Sorry. What the hell? What (laughs) the hell?
1: But I really love the game. As weird and dark as it is, it is also like super adorable in the way it is. the art is designed and everything. It's gorgeous. And you have a button you can press to make your little lamb bleat whenever you want. Oh.
2: Wait, what button?
1: I think it's if you press the right analog stick down. If you click
2: I, it, I did not
1: know that. <laughs> but it's good times. You probably already heard about it now because there's so much buzz around it. But yeah, I highly recommend people play Cult of the Lamb. It's available on I think everything at this point.
3: Yeah, I got it on Steam. Yeah. Oh wait, there might there was a weird rumor that I wasn't available on Xbox. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Something about Sony giving them money.
1: Oh, one other cool thing. If there are Twitch streamers that you enjoy following, if they are playing it, I think it only works on the PC for...
3: On PC only. Integration with other systems is difficult.
1: Yeah. So there's a Twitch integration where they can raffle off their followers and you can like essentially have your Twitch username become a follower and you get to design the follower. Oh, And then you can contribute to their totem in like real time. And then you can also, they've disabled it for a while, but they were doing a thing now where followers could like vote to help or hinder you. (laughs) Like if you're on a run, they can do it to make the enemies stronger and make it a harder run or make it easier for you, depending on what they're doing, which is just, it's a fun sort of live interaction mechanic that they've built in. So once again, highly recommend Cult of the Lamb. It's a lot of fun and I've been enjoying it a lot. If people wanted to tell us what they think of Cult of the Lamb or the podcast, how would they do that?
0: Well, obviously yell at us on the internet. And you can do that by going to our website, explorerswanted.fm. From there you'll see that our socials are as follows. Twitter, we are at ExplorersWanted. Instagram and Facebook, we are at ExplorersWanted podcast. And that's kind of the big ones. But honestly, come hang out with us on our Discord, it's the best place to be. Explorerswanted.fm slash Discord. Talk about movies. And TV shows, and plants, and animals, and art—all that good stuff. Also, if you'd like to support us financially, and it is within your means, Patreon.com/slash/ExplorersWanted is the place to do that. And you can use our dice affiliate code, Explorers Wanted, with Diehard Dice and get ten percent off your order. That gets you some Neato Dice and gives us a little uh, kickback from that. So
1: mm-hmm. do it. And if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. The best thing you can do is tell your friends, tell them to listen to us, why you like listening to us, why they would enjoy us. The second best thing you could do is leave us a five-star written review on a podcast directory like Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. That also makes a big difference both in terms of new audience finding us and sponsors, honestly, understanding that we have an audience. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if you didn't like the podcast or if you just thought it was mad, Try to see things from my perspective. I've been here for months, maybe years at this point. And honestly, he won't let me out until he finally crawls out from under your bed. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlik A-N-D-R-L-I-K.
2: You can find me on our Discord. I'm Stace Wendu.
0: We didn't put a bed in the editing closet. I'm at Slant Potato.
3: Remember, neck and knees, neck and knees. I'm equal to Unicorn on Twitter and two with the Unicorn on Twitch.
1: That's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you listen to this. And bye! bye.